Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 12th day of June. Wow, well, Bob Seger on Star 94. That's from, of course, makes you think of Risky Business, where it all started for Tom right, Cruise. They didn't really right. start there for Tom Cruise, but it, it sort of blew him up. Um, by the way, do you know Eric's looking at me like he's giving me a look like, what's going to come out of his mouth next? <laughs> Have you heard of a guy by the name here? Of Jimmy Barron. You know that name, Eric? Do not know that name. Do you know that name, Sam? Oh, yeah. Of course you know that name. And there's a ton of people out there listening. They know the name, too. Jimmy Barron was a part of one of the biggest morning shows here in the city when okay. there was radio station 99X. Him and Leslie and, uh, and uh, Barnes. Anyway, Jimmy's in this movie. Did you know that? Jimmy, Jimmy Barron is in Risky Re- Business. Yeah, that, did I hear that before? I probably told you. He's he's in he's in risky business, and it's the scene where Tom Cruise is having the party at his house, and the guy from college, the college you know administrator, comes by to talk to him. And while he's talking to Tom Cruise in this room, people are banging on the window trying to get into the party and let me in. And he opens the the the, the blinds, and it's these two guys trying to get in, and. The one guy doing the talking is Jimmy Barron, and his name actually in the movie is Jimmy. Whoa! And he's trying to get his friend. He said, "Hey, can you let my friend in the movie in the party? Can I? We want to come in." And he's t- that's his scene. He's actually in Risky Business. Really? Yeah. Ah. Me and Jimmy ain't all that tight. We work together here, at Dave FM. But I mean, listen, he's local. He's in a big movie, and I'm sure he'd be happy to notice uh, know that we talked about him this I'm morning. I'm sure he would. And but yeah, he's in he's in Risky Business. Go back and look at that. By the way, speaking of Tom Cruise, go see Maverick instead of Jurassic Park. Man, that's my that's I'm my down that's on my, the dinosaurs. That's I down on them, but they, folks they, have been just like people have been waiting a long time to see you know Maverick. They it's been you know it's been a long time since we've seen that. It's been a while since we've seen the dinosaurs. And you, know, you could wait a little I mean, bit they, longer. I they, mean, they, they, they've had more sequels and whatnot. You know what? Now they they bring them back what about every four or five years? And they, they got back. everybody in them from all three. This is like the, the Spider Man movie where they brought the other <laughs> Spider Mans. <laughs> yeah. They got Jeff Goldblum and they got uh, they got Laura Dern and the ones from the first one. And and they got the other. None folks. of them they got, got eaten up in the. No, they need, they need. no, Jeff. Well, he got chased and fell over, but he didn't get eaten. No, okay, okay. obviously. Well, now wouldn't that be a story? <laughs> <laughs> that would be if they brought back the lawyer from the first one yeah. and had him with the guy who got eaten in the toilet. You know, <laughs> that, that was quite no. a scene. So just uh, we'll just yeah. do that. Sam okay. and Greg again, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Uh, Sean um, Belegian is going to join us next. We're going to talk about the NHL finals, but let's get to these NBA finals. No, 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 no. What? 
Uh, sir, it's the top of the hour. Oh, see, this is what I'm talking about. Hey, you thank gave you me, very I, much. Thank you very much. You could have done that in my ear, but thank you very much. We'll get better at this. Good morning, Georgia. Morning, and I gave you a town. Who? I don't need you to give me a town. I gave you, I gave you a town. I remember, I told you I talked talk to somebody from up there, and I, I gave you, I gave you a town. Apparently, it didn't stay with me. Yeah, I thought you wrote it down. No, I didn't. I have my towns I written down. You could, you can't just throw one in. Well, I'm throwing one we had. Well, tell us again who it is. We'll use yours. It was our merchie. Oh yeah, you did. see, I yeah, forgot it. You. And you, I told you, you were gonna have to tell me where that is again, yep, didn't I? Yep, yep. That, that, Say it again. Our merchie, and it's up near Rome. Our Mer- Are you said two words? Our merchie. It's our merchie. Our merchie. I never heard of that place. That's that's up up near Rome. I believe you, but I just yeah. never heard of it. Yeah, man. A small place. They got a school up there. Um, they got school up at Ar- Armerchi. Okay, that's the name of the high school. How's how's the program? They, they're good. They're real good last year. Playoff team last year. Okay. Matter of fact, the thing was that their, their coach was doing something last year, yesterday, and he was he had found some Euro European League football, European League American. You did football. tell me, okay. And so I reached out to him. I said, Coach, where you find this Euro? Where you find this Euro football? Which which coaches this time of year? Coaches are, yeah, and we we'll had to get Chris Parker all sometime because you know because. Coaches stumble up on football somewhere, right. you know. You know, I, I, any league they watch, you know, they're watching the USFL. Uh, Canada started this week. CFL started this week. They're watching all that until we get to you know practices, real practices, and football starts that we start watching in, in August and September. So this was a, a European league, and, and coach, well, I said, coach, where are you where are you? And he says, I was just on YouTube, and it just popped up on YouTube. I guess you know you may have, you know what he probably went to YouTube looking for the live, looking for the golf. Okay, and, that's and, the story and, he's telling, right? And, and, uh, and, maybe and, I was on YouTube looking for something else. He's looking, he's on there looking for the for the for the golf because that's the only place you can see it was on YouTube. Uh, the golf tour is throwing all the money in the sky, and right. he probably stumbled up on some some European football there. So that's 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 all. Okay, okay. Um, I don't have anything NBA I was going to bring up here. No, because yeah, I mean, nothing. well, actually, I I should say this because it, his birthday, and I mean, we talked about Ryan Klesko being old and making us making us feel old. Eighty one years old today, eighty one years old today, Marv Albert. Whoa, really? Yes, yes. You have to say it right. Yes, or no, you don't say yes. A facial. Yeah, they say, hey, that's the one spectacular I like. move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and he said that during. Oh wow, you brought this full circle. And he said that during the NBA Finals, which concluded today when the Bulls beat the Lakers in '91. This is the anniversary of the flu game. Okay, that wasn't '91 though. But, well, okay, but this that was against Utah. Yeah, but today's yeah. the anniversary of the flu of the flu game, which gives you. Okay, so here's the thing. Are you sure about that? That it was today because that was during regular season. I think that I thought that was in like no, the, no. The, the flu game was game six of the NBA finals. Yeah, it was finals. The, the flu game was during the, in the finals. Okay, against Utah, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, game okay. six of the mm-hmm. NBA finals. Yes. Yeah, what a reason I thought that was earlier. Ooh, there's a lot of people who don't believe he actually had the flu. That's why I got it. <laughs> was it the flu? Was, or was it food poisoning? I don't, I don't know. No, nah, he said it was the flu. He said it, was it was the flu. flu. Okay. It, it became known as the flu game. Yeah, but it was game six of the NBA finals. Okay, well. See, he wouldn't be able to get out there and play now. Everybody would have masks right. on and whatnot. No, dude, don't you come out here with what you got. It would be interesting to see how they would have handled that of someone of his, car- of his caliber. 
Just the it, way they would have shut down LeBron if he had it now. They would have they would have we've seen what happened in, in the bubble. If y'all got tested positive, you weren't playing, no matter who you were. Yeah, I know. So we would have known what would have happened. But that happened, like I said, I had forgotten about that being during the time for whatever reason I thought it was earlier. But yeah, it was speculation that it really wasn't the flu. It was Jordan just sort of dialing things up. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. They won it. Yeah, they won. They 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 won it, so that's all that matters. We spent uh, most of the time yesterday, and it's our fault. We apologize for doing it when talking about the NBA finals, spending most of our time on Golden State and what they didn't do. And I did ask the question at one point to Terrell, is it more about what Boston is doing to them as opposed to what Golden State isn't doing? And I think it is. I think it's Boston and these young legs because despite what Steph Curry did late in the game, those dudes just look old. And that's how I describe watching Draymond. He just he just kind of looks, you know. You brought up that Bulls final. He, he looks kind of like Bill Cartwright did then. <laughs> you know, just kind of lumbering <laughs> up and down, up and down the court there. Um, and and I'm putting it all on Boston. And 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 Jason Tatum doesn't have to be that superstar we saw earlier in the playoffs. He has learned much like what Steve uh, Steph Curry does when they double him. Now the other guys aren't helping the way they have in the past, but Boston has had people stepping up left and right. It's true. And moreover, they got Robin Williams uh, in the middle. Robert Williams, and I mean that presence there. You can talk about Looney and him canceling each other out, but Looney hasn't been there the way he has throughout these playoffs so far. So these guys are sitting at tied at two. Golden State got the um, home court advantage, if you will, going back, but they've got to get things is started. Is there a home court advantage? I don't know that there is. I don't think there is because both, both teams have won and both teams have lost at home. That's the thing that makes this it's a best of three, and this game, the next game coming up, is, is crucial. Because I think whoever wins this game gives themselves the upper hand. Not saying they have room for error. They can go out and lose game six. But you don't want to be in a situation where you have to win game six. So this game is is a crucial one. And, you know, who's to say Boston won't go out there and take it? They won the first game to open the whole thing out in Golden State. So, you know, like I said, the home, the home court advantage to me flew out the window. Uh, on this series. And they haven't lost both uh, back-to-back games, too. So they're looking forward to it for a couple different reasons. Jason Tatum, um, Jason Tatum actually talked about this. Um, and I just look forward to, you know, Monday. Leave this one behind us. Learn from it. You know, watch the film. Things like that. But, you know, everybody probably feels like they got to be better, myself included. You know, just go get it on Monday. What do you take away from, if, if you're watching film and you're Boston, yeah, you can shoot better, but that's not something you're going to be able to correct just by looking at a film. You know you have to shoot better when when that's lacking. But other than that, they seem to have shut down those dudes pretty well. I don't know what else they can do. There's adjustments, obviously, that are going to be made because Golden State's going to make adjustments. But from my seat, other than letting Curry go crazy, and you can't stop it when a dude brings it two steps over half court and throws it up. <laughs> I mean, what defense is there for that? Yeah. But short of that, they they took the other components for the most part out of the game. We had three others with, with, with double figures. It just wasn't to the magnitude that you w- would like to see you know, and for them to be consistent. And who says that Steph Curry has to go out and score forty points again, forty three points again the next game? You you want to see more from Clay Thompson? You saw Clay Thompson look more like Clay Thompson in the last game. You, you you'd love to see him take the next step and be that other person going along with Curry. So you're not just totally leaning on him. 
that's the Celtics thing, though. They've been able to extend their defense, get out on the on the perimeter, uh, get out to that three point stripe. Of course, with, with Curry, he pulls you out even beyond the three point stripe. But you know, you pull you pull your defense out to that three point stripe and try to deny people shots or make them very difficult for them. And that's what Boston's been able to do. That defense is what they've been laying their hat on. Um, you know, but if somebody else is able to get hot, then you'll see the Golden State team that we all expect to see. But doesn't that say something when you have Steph Curry with 10 rebounds? He's getting 10 rebounds, and these aren't long rebounds. He's obviously going in there and doing what some of these guys are getting blocked out are supposed to do. So that that's one of those stats that you wonder if, okay, it's great that he's getting them, but I don't want this dude getting <laughs> – you know, I don't want – it's like defensive backs getting a whole bunch of tackles during a football game. Now, he's not supposed to make it back there where the corner is and, and the safety. I don't want them racking up a bunch of tackles. I want, this, you know, the linebackers and the not, offensive line doing that. Is it not a product of the way they're playing defense, though? If, they're, if they've if they're got people extended all the way out to the three-point stripe, then, then maybe there's room for Steph Curry to come in and, 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 get, and get a rebound sometimes if they don't have those people packed in. You know, uh, up up under the goal and and in the paint, um, you talk about that. Back in the day, Steph Curry would not have ten rebounds because he ain't come. You know, you know, yeah. he he ain't even thinking about coming up under there. Um, <laughs> so that's the difference. He just talks about the game. This particular series, these teams are just the way the game is played today. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Their coach, Boston coach, had something to say about how they guarded those guys. Defensively, other than the late free throws, we guard we guarded well enough to win. Even though Curry kind of got loose, and our offense wasn't as good as it needed to be, and that aided them on defense. But uh, you know, credit to them, we knew it wasn't going to be easy. They were going to come in and lay down, and uh, we had our opportunities, especially in the first half. All right, well, you know, there you go. He said, "You know what? Uh, you know, do what we do." He said, "He said he's basically saying we played defense the way we played it." And he feels like if they go out and play that defense again, chances are they'll win. Hmm. And we'll see if they can if they can ball that up and bring it back. He just like Coach Washington up in North Carolina NT. We make chicken. That's what we do. We make chicken. When anybody else, <laughs> that's what Celtics saying. We play our defense. Our defense was good. Yeah, Curry got hot. We're gonna come back and throw this defense out up again and see what they do Monday night. And in a related story, it's good to see Neil Long too a lot. How about that? Yeah, ain't seen her in a minute. So it's good to see her out there. Dressed up in her green. (laughs) It's Sam and Greg. Oh, call everybody you know, especially if you want to hear some hockey. We are going to be talking it next. NHL finals are set Tampa Bay and Colorado. We're going to find out what we should expect from it and some of the backstories. Sean Belizian, he's going to join us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Put your flat bags on. Join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. Of course, Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this June 12th. Thank you very, 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 very much for making us a part of your Sunday morning. Did you buy this when it came out? Dude. <laughs> It came out on this day. Bill Haley in the comments. I think I was. Rock around the clock. You wasn't here. I think I was on a a diaper. You were no. You wasn't here, man. This was like from '54. Yeah. Yeah. You wasn't here. We neither one of us were here. Not yet. Not yet. No. My 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 older brother and sister were barely here. So I know you wasn't here. (laughs) Nah. Not yet. Not Um, yet. 
Anyway, so yeah, insignificant information. But yeah, Bill Haley in the comments, that one came out here. <sighs> Want to get something kind of up and, and, and get you around. Because now it's we're doing something we don't normally do. But many in our audience wish we would do more of it. This is the adventure. Yeah, man. It's, it's an adventure. It's, it's talking hockey. And we got a guy here who is, I mean, you talk about enthusiasm. This is what Sean brings. A guy who is called OHL Games. That would be Ontario League Hockey. Who's called NHL Games. Well, you know what that is. Lives up there in Michigan, talking hockey all the time with the wonderful Paul W. Smith, who is to Detroit what? Who would that be here? That'd be you. No. Yeah, no, I mean, he, me. you, you, me. you, I mean, a beloved, iconic broadcasting I figure. I don't know about that. That's you. I, I doubt it. Anyway, we want to, <laughs> <laughs> we want to welcome Sean Belizean to the show. Sean, morning, man. How you doing? We with you again. Oh, there How we go. Going? There we go. I didn't hear the first part there. Say that again. No, things are going great. It's great to chat with you guys again. How you doing? We are great we, we are doing fine, and we're going to jump right into this uh, this finals here. And I guess I start off with this story. As we get ready for game one, what was the biggest surprise to you, or what is the biggest surprise from the conference finals? Was it the fact that the Avs swept the Oilers and, and Connor McDavid, the, you know, the, the latest big name as far as the NHL, or the fact that Tampa Bay is now back there for the third season in a row with a core that you could say is akin to what we're watching in the NBA Finals with Golden State? Well, they're, they're both great storylines. There's no doubt about that. But for me, it's, it's Colorado doing what they did to Edmonton, the way they did it, and who they did it with. I mean, you got to remember, their starting goaltender, Darcy, and Pavel Franchus came in and was outstanding. He really was. And that series really settled down. I remember talking to you guys a couple weeks ago and we talked about, you know, uh, we, we joked about how it was Smythe Division hockey. There was going to be plenty of goals and defense was going to be optional. And certainly that series started out that way. And then it really settled down. And Franchus in particular was outstanding between the pipes for, for Colorado. So I think the way they did it and who they did it with, uh, you know, really kind of jumped out to me. Now, that creates an interesting dilemma because, you know, how many times do you hear it? It's not just a hockey thing. It's a sports thing. You go with the hot hand. You got to go with the guy who's hot right now. By all accounts, Darcy Kemper's going to be ready for the Stanley Cup final, but you also have Fran Choose. So what do the Colorado Avalanche do? That's going to be a great storyline heading into this series against Tampa. Spending time on the waitforit.com outline this morning. Talking hockey and the Stanley Cup Finals now with Sean Belegian. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Sean P. Bally, at Sean P. B-A-L-I. He keeps up with all things hockey, and he's a Heisman voter. Um, Long time for the Avs. Is there any concern about a rust factor? I mean, you know, that's a pretty good wait they had to see who they're going to get to play. Yeah, that's a great question because, uh, you know, I've heard so many people have the rust versus rest argument. And, you know, you get half of them sit on one side, half of them sit on the other side. Uh, Chris Chelios, of course, Hall of Famer, legendary player, once told me the rest is great, but getting back on the ice is just tough. So I'll defer to Chelly. Uh, he's an absolute legend. You know, there, there's something to be said about the rust. Now, this is a team, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, they finally fulfilled, you know, what a lot of people thought were their destiny, and they were able to, you know, kind of exercise some demons to get there. 
we'll see how much it affects them. But the rest versus rust argument, I think in hockey, if you sit too much, you really, it shows. I, I think Tampa is a personification of that. The lightning that we saw in the first couple of games, taking nothing away from the Rangers, but the lightning that we saw in the first couple of games were not the lightning that we saw in the previous series when they smoked Florida or when they won four straight against the Rangers, digging themselves out of that hole. So I think that's a real argument, and I think this time of year, too much rest creates some rust. Sean, so what you're saying is that the series starts on Wednesday night in Colorado. There's a chance that Tampa Bay could go in there and steal one, if not two, games on the road, given what you just said about Colorado. Absolutely. And, and you know, the one factor in this series, no disrespect to, to both of those goaltenders for Colorado who are playing extremely well, but you've got the best goaltender in the world in Vasilevsky with Tampa. And you know what? He looks like the best goaltender in the world again. First couple games, he was he was shaky. And, I, and in my opinion, I thought Shesterkin, uh, the Rangers goaltender, really outplayed him. But he settled down and he looked like the guy that so many people have anointed, and rightfully so, the best goaltender in the world. So, uh, you know, when you have those factors, an abs team that hasn't seen the ice in quite some time, and you've got the best goalie in the world advantage, uh, absolutely, positively, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Tampa didn't steal game one. This is going to be a great series. Though. I mean, I, I, it, this is one of those series where if you said you like Colorado, I wouldn't complain too much and argue with you. If you said you like Tampa, I wouldn't argue too much with you. Personally, I think that Tampa's going to find a way again based on the Andre Vasilevsky factor, but... I wouldn't be shocked at all if Colorado ended up winning this series. Sean Belizean joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, talk, talking um, NHL finals here. You, both teams got a couple guys that could take over games. We know that. and It's been well depicted here. But let's th- stay on Tampa Bay for a minute because they got a former league MVP. And you talk about, and I'm going to mess his name up, but Kucherov, uh, the way he's been <laughs> playing. Nikita Kucherov, the way he's been playing – General consensus is he's the guy you really want to keep an eye on if Tampa Bay is going to make, um, you know, take an early lead and, and, and keep these guys in games. Well, you nailed his name, and I'll tell you what, this is a guy that rises to the occasion. You know, another one of those uh, old adages that rings true in, in the Stanley Cup final is, you know, your best players have to be your best players. And you saw Tampa do that when the stakes, you know, really were, were big time risen in the past few days. You saw Vasilevsky stand up. You saw the Tank Kucherov stand up. You saw Stamkos last night with a couple of goals. And that's what you absolutely have to have. And and, and you nailed it. Kucherov, still one of the best players in the league. You know, a, a guy that uh, general former general manager Steve Eiserman found later in the draft. And it's so key in, in, in today's game to find those gems later in the draft. And he's lived up to all the hype behind him and then some. He really has. But, hey, listen, make no mistake about it. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche have it as well. I, I, I'm a huge Nathan McKinnon fan. I, I, I don't think the guy gets the credit he deserves, quite frankly. I think you put him up there with anybody in regards to the Mount Rushmore of who's the best in the National Hockey League today. I think that conversation has to include Nathan McKinnon. Business time with Sean Belegian here on the WaitFor.com outline. Getting all set for the Stanley Cup Finals uh, that get started Wednesday night at Colorado. Sean, we watched these NBA Finals, and the, the, the home court advantage just flew out the window because both teams won and lost on their home court. Home ice 
Is there an advantage for one over the other, you feel like, uh, in this particular series? You know, I, I think if, if, if Tampa can steal one of these games in Colorado early on, as we talked about, you know, that rest versus rust factor, I think it becomes huge for Tampa. I, I, I really do. And it's not like, you know, the crowd is crazy and there's a reputation, but there's a good vibe down in Tampa. I've had a, a, a chance to not only see a game down there, but broadcast a, a game in that arena and that community has really gotten into it. You know, it's not, you know, crazy like a, a Canadian crowd or maybe the crowd here in Detroit or anything, but it's a home ice advantage. And all of a sudden, I think Colorado might be feeling a little pressure if, let's say, they split these first two games. And then you go down to Tampa, and Tampa's been there and done that, and they have their, you know, crazy fans going at them. I think that could be a factor, truth be told. You know, the funny thing is there's little side stories with both of these teams winning because, again, no team has got a three-peat since going back to the 80s with, I think it was the Islanders last time they got yep. that. And then, as you just said about the Avs, having, having their kind of feeling. Listen, everything gets started Wednesday night, and you can dissect this, Sean, and we're going to have you back on the show and talk about it as we get into the finals. But as, as this season ends, we have talked about what the NFL are going to be doing next, what college football is doing next, some of the changes that Major League Baseball has coming in and, and still part of this season and next year, things like, you know, the uh, – the shift will be gone. What is next on the horizon as a sport for the NHL noticeable to the fans? Well, you know, number one, I mean, on a personal level, I, I hope they get rid of the darn shootout. I, I, I think it's just nothing but a, a, a farce. I mean, you don't see other sports. You don't see the NFL end a game with a field goal kicking contest. I, I, I think it was one of those things that was a gimmick and people liked it for a while and it went too far. Now, Will they get rid of it? I'm I'm not so sure, but I, I would like to see uh, some more of the four-on-four four overtime. I, I think it's a fantastic thing. It opens up the ice. It allows your skill players to really show their skill, and I think it, it, it does a good job of putting the beauty of this game under the microscope. I don't think there's anything, you know, wide-ranging, changing with this league. I, I just don't, but... I think it's little things like that and, you know, let the game breathe a little bit and have some excitement. I, I think you're going to see some things like that coming up at some of these owner meetings where they discuss the future of the National Hockey League. Fantastic stuff, folks. Been spending time on the waitforit.com outline with, with Sean Belegian. All right, first game. What are we watching for and what makes the difference to get the, to get the win? You know, the I – no, I think goaltending is going to be the difference in this series. Uh, you know, uh, Vasilevsky, Andre Vasilevsky, the goaltender for Tampa, is the best goaltender in the league. And as good as both of those goaltenders have been for Colorado, boy, oh boy, there's a big advantage there. And as we discussed earlier, you know, what kind of jump does Colorado have? Are they going to have to shake off a little rust? Well, a team that's won back-to-back Stanley Cup champions and have that been there, done that mentality – um, you don't want to get in a hole against that team. Uh, I think it's going to be, as I said, a great series. I really do. I just think Tampa's going for the, the three-peat. And as you mentioned earlier, Greg, this is a situation. Islanders won four in a row in the early 80s. Nobody's gone three in a row since then. I think we're going to be talking about Tampa in that three-peat. 
Ooh, okay. Y'all call Vegas. Put the bunny down. We'll see you happen. <laughs> you, man, two things about you that we, we love. We've come to love in the short amount of time we've had you on the show. A, we love your enthusiasm, and, and B, I can't get enough of hearing a little bit of a Canadian accent come out. <laughs> every, every once in a while, he gives, I get a, what are those, a boats? One of those. It's nice. It's, yeah, it's nice. man, it's beautiful. Man, it's beautiful. Listen, enjoy. Thanks, guys. Enjoy, I, Sean, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Again, we thank David Ashburn for, for turning us on to you, man. But, we, listen, we're going to come back to you and get your knowledge as the finals continue, and uh, we'll be looking forward to talking to you next week. Love chatting with you guys. Have a good one. There you go. All That's right, Sean Belegian from WJR up in Detroit, Michigan. Yes. The Paul W. <laughs> Smith Show. Have you ever been to Ontario? You been up where you been? Where you been in Canada? Um, yeah, I've been been to Toronto, and I've been under the the tunnel that goes under the river in Detroit, and to. So you went, you went to yeah. Windsor? Yeah, I went to Windsor. We yeah. need you to go back over there. We're out of those aspirins, by the way. Tracy's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, should go do that. Hope <laughs> they well, let me in because they didn't let what they didn't. They let, didn't let me in. I had five in, automatic weapons ro- walking around my car, and we were just and, and with Jesse. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't let us in. Because we, we had the passport, we had our shots, but they wanted you to do a little bit more, and we didn't have that information. So yes. one guy was talking to us, and while he was talking to us, like a, like a clown car, four of the guys came out of another room, and they walked around my car very quietly. And then they walked back into the room, but they were out there, automa- all holding automatic weapons. Nice. It was, it was enlightening. Really was. We're going to uh, wrap things up here with today's today's matchups and some final thoughts. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Nick Kale is coming up top of the hour. How you doing so far? All right, man. All right. It's been good. Yeah, we've been having some fun. F1 race is already over. Max Verstappen uh, won Lewis Hamilton fourth. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not going to be dominating anymore. In, in, in Azerbaijan. And uh, NASCAR is getting set to roll later today out of California, uh, the wine country up in Sonoma. Uh, the front row is all Hendrick. Rick, uh, Rick Hendrick cars. The Chevys have the front row. Kyle Larson and our home folks, Chase Elliott, uh, qualified uh, first and second for that road course event that's coming up later today. You know who I want y'all to say a little prayer for? Uh, Men Gravers. Okay. Today was the day we lost him. Okay. Lost Men Gravers. Murdered yeah. on this day. Mm-hmm. Byron D. LeBeckwith. Mm-hmm. If you guys never saw Mississippi Burning, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Alec Baldwin. You need to check that out. Mm-hmm. And James Woods plays the creepiest Byron D. LeBeck with you ever want to see. I mean, yeah. if that's the person you picture doing what he did, yeah, James Woods nailed it. But anyway, yeah, that's uh, Ghost of Mississippi. Also on this day was, um, and we know how it played out, but Nelson Mandela was sentenced to life, and it happened on this day. And the, the ironic part about it is when you get this information, the picture of him that they show is him laughing Standing next to Lady Diana from wow. like ninety seven. Ninety seven. After after you know he's let out those, and all, all of that those stuff. Years in prison. Yeah. You know. So that leads me to something that's happened tonight. Something I'm going to go and check out tonight. Um, when you think about Nelson Nelson Mandela, someone who was a big advocate for his freedom, uh, was Arthur Ashe, uh, the late tennis star. There's a movie that has been done um, called Citizen Ashe. It's going to air on CNN on June 26th. But there's going to be a screening tonight in Piedmont Park. 
Look at you. Um, yeah, because I'm go through that check. Yeah, no, I'm saying yeah, that. But 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 uh, it and some folks you know who've been guests of the show have have, have been involved in different aspects of it. They recreated. Arthur Ashe playing at Forest Hills because he won the U.S. Open at, when it was playing at right. Forest Hills in 1968 before they moved to the new location at Flushing Meadow. And everything at that time, you remember, was everything was white, including white tennis balls. Right. I talked with Rex Miller, the director of the film, and said they had to find white tennis balls. They found some in some cans because they really came in real cans right. back then right. that had not been opened. You opened them up and them suckers were flat. They would not bounce. But but, really? but 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 uh, they're old. Yeah, I guess so. But but they wanted to, to depict the way things were at that time. They, you had to have white right. tennis balls. You couldn't depict 1968 with a yellow tennis ball. So I mean, they they went through a lot of those things to uh, to to be accurate as much as possible in telling the story of this great champion who also was a champion for for equal rights. So that's uh, that's something to watch out for. I can't play tennis wearing sunglasses. I mean, like if I were really into a match, I couldn't wear it. Now, I know they have the glasses that don't have rims on them. Mm-hmm. But sunglasses with rims, I could never wear playing tennis because the, when I'd look up or look a certain way, the rims would get in the way. I say that because I always wonder how people like Arthur Ashe and Billie Jean King won the way they did wearing those big rim glasses that they wore back in the late 60s before they you know, got contacts I, I or whatever. I would be like, like a center fielder in baseball. Yeah, but they're not looking up nearly as often. And a center fielder in baseball, I can't think of many center field baseball players, period, who wore glasses, who had to actually wear glasses. I'm not talking about the sunglasses that you flip up because you flip them down, but the rims aren't blocking your line of sight. That's all I'm saying. I just yeah, yeah. Arthur Ashe, when I when you talk about that particular tournament, yeah. he had black glasses he used to he wore. When he won it in seventy five, when he won Wimbledon, yeah. he had kind of yeah, clear yeah. And some clear glasses that we were wearing. Yeah, in. I always wondered how he did that, and those players who did that with those glasses back then. That's what you had to work with. That's what you had to yeah, work with. I, I guess you don't you don't see it today. Nope. Everybody goes get them contacts. <laughs> get on out there and play. I, I I'd have gone through so many contacts if I had to wear them. I mean, I, luckily I don't. We got readers now that don't yeah, count. Yeah. But for folks that you've been around somebody who wore had contacts in and then lost them, lost them, or they were moving around, yeah. On them and they, oh man, they were just going down. I'm like, boy, this is some agony. Y'all are going through. They nothing good about this, but you know, hey, it gets you where you need to go, and get, and helps you do what you need to do. So you know, never had to face that challenge. Chairman Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Remember that? Yeah. Actually, I should have did it like well. Yeah, there down, you go. Now that this now wall. that we get that. Yeah, yeah okay. That, that happened on this date. I wonder who, who that was. Who Reagan. Was that? Yeah, I know. supposed to be Reagan. But now, but you said it like that, and I said, now nah, nah, that's. Yeah, that's, Ra- Reagan. That, that's President or Reagan. Or Jeff Passan, who looks just like him. Yeah, that's President Reagan. Go ahead. Anyway, did this on this day. Um, could you imagine being suspended 40 feet up in the air, put into a straitjacket, and then told to get out of it in X amount of time? No, yeah. you, you. That was a famous you, feat that happened on this day. Houdini did it. Yeah, this ain't the one where he got into the safe and was dropped into the East River or wherever he was dropped. Yeah, this is when he was suspended forty feet above everybody and and got out of it. Go figure. Niagara the pride, Falls. The pride of uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Yes. Yeah. Niagara Falls became a city today. Another place I was going to ask you: Have you been to? It's on both sides of the line, though. Yes, isn't it? it is. Yeah, but parts in Canada, parts in the U.S. Well, right? it's it's the part in 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 Buffalo. the U.S. 
Well, that Buffalo is its own city. Niagara Falls is an actual city. It became a city on this date. So it's not in Buffalo. Well, it might be a suburb of Buffalo, but I'm just saying it was. I didn't. You know. I didn't know. I, I, I never, didn't either. I, I never been either one. So I never I, been up there. Okay. I never thought that was something that was that compelling. Have you been up there? I was there for New Year's Eve. I was there for the Buffalo Bills Atlanta Falcons game. But I'm talking about in Niagara Falls, though. Yes, sir. New Year's Eve night, you were you went to. I was I was at. The, is that what a do thing? Do? Is that what? a thing? Yeah, hang on a second. Well, I gotta... well, I was in town for the Falcons game. The Falcons played the Buffalo Bills on that Sunday. New Year's Eve was either Friday or Saturday night, so I made it the weekend there. Yes, but what do they do at the actual new at the, at the actual falls, ringing in the new year? Well, you got to realize it's right there on the waterfall looking in Canada. So there's fireworks that go up over the falls all night long. They did it a couple times, 9.30, 10.30, 11.30. And, of course, there's a few establishments there where you can lay some bets. Okay, all right. That's where I was at, oh. the, stri- at the strike of midnight. Okay. The, uh, I mean, there's between the Canada side and the U.S. side, there's at least seven or eight different casinos that you can go to. But I that's where no I was. Idea. I that's, didn't either. That's I didn't where I was. This, I no idea. This past New Year's Eve. And the fact that somebody spent New Year's Eve at Niagara Falls, I mean, I get the Falcons and, and, and the, game, the game brought them up there, but still. Had a great time. Um, I didn't know you could do that. The Baseball Hall it's of Fame. It would be a little cold out there. It would be it? real cold up there. Oh, man. And not only that, you're getting, you're getting a mist of water. Believe it or not, it, freeze. It, it wasn't that bad. Are you serious? It was not that bad. No, it wasn't that bad at all. I think had, I had, had every once time. in a while, Mother Nature, you know, we. and the funny thing is, for this one particular event, we really wished it would be cold, but it wasn't. That's the Super Bowl when it was in New when York. It was in New York, because yeah. we wanted everybody, to, you know, the weather to show the NFL. Yeah. Quit putting this up there in open, 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 stadium. open stadiums like this. And now you only want it in New York because the, uh, the offices there. Goodell only had to take a car to, to the Super Bowl. Went right down the street, but it was a beautiful. That was the Bruno Mars halftime show, and the weather turned and out great. Turned out a, great. They got, they got a break. Got Baseball. And then six hours later. Skies open with snow. Yep. Did it really? Did. Yeah. yeah. Six yeah. hours. Six, six hours. Right after the game. <laughs> uh, anyway, let me get out of here with the rest of this stuff here. The, the Baseball Hall of Fame was dedicated today. 1939, which is, 39. I think, about five years after the inaugural class. Because I think 33 was the first year. Was that the first year of the All-Star game? It was in them 30s, and they had, like, a huge class. Like, you're going to have later on this year, Sam, when you are a part of the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame. This is inaugural year. You I'm guys are looking, gonna... looking at the ballot this week. Anything you can tell us or no? Not, not, not yet. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, you're, you're a part of it, so you will be there for that. And lastly, let's see here. Oh, your movie premiered on this day. What's that? Raiders of the Lost Ark. What? Really? 1981. Okay. Premiered on this day. and I was there. <laughs> really? Oh, man, that was great. That was so much fun. Al Capone got sent to jail today, too. He was sentenced to thirty. Well, it doesn't say. Yeah, he was sentenced. Um, How long did he indi- stay? Well, he was. Not, he, he was given eleven years, I believe. But he was indicted on five thousand counts of prohibition. <laughs> okay, five thousand. That's, that's a whole lot of glasses of beer, and and uh, perjury. This all happened in thirty-one. Man. So there you go. Birthdays we haven't gotten to. We mentioned Gwen Torrance. We mentioned Ryan Klesko turning 51. Marv Alpert. Uh, today is Gomer's birthday. Jim Neighbors would have been his birthday today. Chick Corea. Okay. Threw that in for you and me. Um, Bummy Carlos for Cheap Trick fans. And Kenny Wayne Shepard, blues guitarist. All celebrating a birthday today.
So anyway, your insignificant tidbits from this 12th day of June. We got Flag Day coming up on the 14th. And just, you know, I'm not liking this NBA Finals the way it's spaced out. I need to get some basketball tonight. Because not only do we not have any basketball, we don't have any we don't even you don't have, have any hockey. hockey. You had the hockey tonight. Oh, we got to subject, we're subjected to Sunday night baseball. That's it. And what which would be uh, Mets, be Mets, uh, Mets Angels. Oh. Mets Angels. We can, we can go and we can watch, tune in and root for the Angels. Who do you want? So, would you want Joe Girardi running the team? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean they that, just got rid of Madden. And they're doing fine. Well, so are the Phillies. Right. You, want, you don't so want we, Joe Madden running the Phillies either, do you? You know, uh-uh. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's you know, if you win. Why does that happen this way? Because every time we, we talked about, let's bring it local with Atlanta United last year, right? <laughs> they yeah. changed coaches. Yeah, the, and then, we, we had the interim coach in the interim and said, he's doing pretty good. Y'all want to mess with him? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. You know? We want to, um, again, thank, uh, thank Eric for everything you contributed today. Eric's uh, world is something that we're going to be doing every Saturday and Sunday when we are here. I'm going to be on with, actually, I think. Um, yeah, we'll be we'll do a casting call with Cannon tomorrow. We'll do one with Ramona on Tuesday on V103. And again, the casting call that we've got up right now, and the one that I put it, and I, I purposely have spent the last couple weeks not reaching for in front of the camera extra jobs. It's about those jobs on crews behind the camera. Those of you who are thinking about making a change from where you presently work, from where you pl- presently do makeup or, or cut hair or carpenter or electrician, whatever it might be, maybe you want to get on the crew and bounce from production to production, making good money, by the way. Long hours, but real good money. But you kind of, like I said, you will continue to work, and it'll be interesting work. There's nothing like going on set. Oh, I spent the last month or so working on a project. That is Melissa McCarthy. Next month you're working on one. Oh, yeah, Tom Hanks is in town. Or The Rock is doing this. By the way, that Black Adam is coming out. We put, yeah. we put some people in that movie. Okay. Yeah. And Red Notice put some people in those movies. So, again, I will get back to the long list of extra jobs in front of the camera. But, like I said, go to 92.9thegame.com slash casting call to see the uh, list of we'll find where the help wanted jobs are behind the camera. And I walk you through that starting at Georgia.org. Eric, have yourself a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. And Nick uh, Nick Kale is up next. Mr. Crenshaw, you have a good week. You do as well. And we'll be back next week. It'll be Father's Day when we get here. Yeah, man. Next week. So yeah. happy Father's Day. Early Father's Day for the rest of you. Have a big day. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 thegamecom Take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.